0: Welcome to the Age of Jeremy. I'm Jeremy Quintini. I'm the leader when it comes to advice with business content, creation software, taxes, investment, education, and all the hobbies that I enjoy, which I share with you on this podcast. So make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Also, if you don't know, I have a YouTube channel and you guessed it, it's called Age of Jeremy. We are 11 subscribers strong and growing i produce a video every other thursday for the most part and then throughout the week i put out little shorts that have to do with it but we talk about books the things that i'm doing there's some discord tutorials on there uh and again it's slowly growing there's some lives on there we're doing another live here um probably this evening that'll go up on there and then this evening this is recorded on september 12th 2022 so you can go watch that pre-recorded or that um not pre-recorded, but the recorded version of that live um, on the YouTube channel. And again, that YouTube is Age of Jeremy. So do me a favor and go and subscribe um, and like all the content um, that I'm putting out there if you like it. If not, then tell me what you would like different about it. And I appreciate that as well. I also post uh, every day on TikTok at Age of Jeremy for the most part. When I'm traveling, I usually don't post and sometimes I don't post on the weekends. Um, I also post on Instagram at Age of Jeremy where I also do some lives every once in a while. Um, And you can check me out on Twitter at Age of Jeremy Q. If you want to reach out to me, you can also hit me up on Snapchat at Age of Jeremy. I also have a Twitch channel that doesn't do anything, but we're working on some content for that. Hopefully we will be doing... um, Hold on, let me... uh, do something real quick here. All right. Hopefully we will be doing some more content on there here soon. Um, mainly I'm really excited about the Assassin's Creed stuff. Um, so I would like to do some Assassin's Creed stuff on that Twitch channel. Maybe you do some Odyssey play or some, um, uh, Valhalla play uh, until the Mirage comes up. Then I'm definitely 100,000% Doing as much as I can with Assassin's Creed Jade, which I'm still confused on whether that's in China. I think that one's in China because it would make sense if it were in China because of Jade. Um, and it, the 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 red is what I heard the project was for the Japanese version. So we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, I'll be doing a lot of that hopefully on the Twitch. Still, uh, I got the stream all set up. Uh, so that should be fun as we get going. I own a company called Age of Radio. We are a media company that offers a free podcast hosting and the ability to join our podcast network absolutely free. Check out the website at ageofradio.org. We also offer editing services occasionally and equipment sales, which we will be expanding here hopefully over the next year. We are also about building a community at Age Age of Radio, so join our Facebook group, Addicted to Podcasting, and our Discord link uh, will be found in um, that Facebook group and in the description here I believe um if not you should let me know and I will go back and uh, put that in the episode description because sometimes I do these pretty quick and I gotta I do I don't have an editing team yet um, I do all the editing for this stuff myself uh, and so eventually I will have an editing team once we get a little bit uh, a little bit larger following I suppose <laughs> and uh, we will be um Uh, It'll be easier for me to go and make sure all that stuff is in the episode description. I also own a company called 3T Warrior Academy with my business partner, CJV. You can follow him on TikTok at coach JV underscore links to that free discord. I know for a fact on the episode description, I believe I shouldn't say for a fact because I still could be wrong. I also, am um, opening myself up for a small amount of people for bookkeeping and tax services as I focus on becoming an enrolled agent. If you're interested in that, please email me at jeremy.kintony at qfinancialllc.com. Again, hopefully that's in the episode description. If it's not, just hit me up on Snapchat. You can see our pricing at qfinancialllc.com. Also, I think that is, um is enough of me talking for this intro. Let's get this show on the road. My name is Jeremy Quintanilla. You were listening to Age of Jeremy. I'm an entrepreneur and I'm the co-founder of Age of Radio and 3T Fitness and well, other businesses that I'm working on. This podcast is about everything that I learn and the trials and tribulations it took to learn them. I hope you enjoy. All right, so I have been spending a lot of time Trying to figure out how to be more efficient. There's two things that I focus on it when I'm really ramping up my efficiency. Uh, One, I make sure that I exercise as much as possible. I I'm going to be 100 honest. I am not the greatest nutritional eater. Just period. I'm not really into nutrition. I I don't mind eating nutritious food, but I also like eating non nutritious food, and so I um, make sure that I exercise so I can keep that food down. Um, Or that that weight off from the food that I eat. One and then two, just in exercising, I super super enjoy. I enjoy going outside and playing games. I enjoy going to you know, playing racquetball. I enjoy playing tennis. I enjoy playing badminton. I enjoy martial arts. I enjoy lifting weights. I just, I love, I love being in that zone. And I love the feeling when you're exhausted and your heart's pumping, and you're sweating. Um, for a long time, uh, for a couple of years, I had, um, undiagnosed hyperthyroidism. So I was exercising, nothing would get happening. My bones would hurt. My hips would hurt. A lot of that's gone away since I started getting on the level, levoxo level, The levothyroxine, I think, is what the medicine's called. And so, ever since then, I've been getting much better with my hip movements. My bone pain has all gone away because I probably had it for a long time because I had gained like. 50 pounds. I've gotten like 30, 40 of those pounds off and still working on getting more down. But I thought it was just cause I was, you know, just eating. And then I found out cause I was still exercising during that time, but I found out that I had the hypothyroidism got on the medicine and now the weight, is still kind of difficult to keep off or to, to not to keep off. It's easy to keep it off, but um, it's hard to lose the weight. So I'm still working on that, um, you know, slowly, but surely. And so uh, so, so that's one of the things that I was focused on when I'm doing the sufficiency thing. The second thing is I like making a list of where like every single hour of my day is going, which can be daunting and a pain in the ass. But I think that that piece of discipline is what separates people in the long term from, you know, not being successful in their life and people who are successful in their life is doing those things when they don't want to do them. And I talk about that a lot on my social media channels. And I've been talking a lot about more here. And I know coach Davey has been talking about that because we've really been focused on, you know, getting our shit together and the discipline piece of it. Also too, I have a lot of projects that we're working on. We're launching our Merlin app. We have our collective labs. We have our NFT. We were just a, in Vegas at the XRPL, you know, conference. Um, you know, John's working on some projects or CJV's working on some projects and I'm helping him with, you know, and I'm managing multiple, multiple groups of people and multiple, multiple groups of teams and multiple, multiple businesses. So being efficient is is super, super important. And then we're, I'm trying to get Age of Radio going and I'm trying to for this world agency piece. But the point is, is that there's this, um, is that as I'm doing this, I, I spend a lot of time looking at the analytics where I, you know, I'm averaging about six hours and 51 minutes of sleep a night. And so I'm working to average that out more so that, 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 so what's happening is I'm sleeping four or five hours a night, and then on the back end of the week, on the weekends, I'm sleeping another 10 or 11 hours so I can be more productive during the week. And I'm trying to offset that so I'm not so exhausted during the week and then wasting my weekend sleeping and catching up. So I have a sleep app where or it's a Samsung health app where I put in my sleep, and that helps me monitor the amount of sleep that I am um uh, the hours of sleep that I'm getting so that I know that I'm getting enough hours. And so, so that's a part of it too. So the working out blocking off the time, the hours and then being more analytical about measure the metrics, right? You want to look at those metrics, but it can also be boring, too. But the point is, if you're disciplined about it, you're going to find things that you need to be better at. Like, that's where I really found out that I really wasn't sleeping a lot. I just thought I was just tired. And then I'm like, how am I? Why am I so tired? Well, if you look at it, it's because you're only getting like six hours and 51 minutes of sleep a night, but you're only catching it up on the weekends. And then it's probably less because there's a few, you know, I am started this at the beginning of September. We're only 12 days in. And when I look at the last 30 days, it might even be, you know, worse. And so the point is, is that you want to look at those animals analytics so that you can see where you're going. Anyway, so I've been, I spent a lot of time on YouTube. Um, So I'm not, I don't, spend all I'm just being honest I don't spend all of my time just doing work stuff I don't spend all of my it doesn't always have to be about learning and education and stuff. there's things that I enjoy I I really like ASMR um, one of my favorite ASMR artists is Moonlight Cottage ASMR because she does like these really cool you know Victorian style or French Victorian era you know um, role plays and they're relaxing and she teaches well I think she, she could just be making stuff up that she's talking about um, but uh, that stuff I really enjoy so you know I watch ASMR listen to a lot of CMR more. I, I've been reading a lot more to make content for my YouTube channel. Um, we, we've been starting playing Dungeons and Dragons more. I try to play cards a lot, but, you know, I don't spend a lot of time just watching and sitting in front of a TV or anything like that. But, you know, I don't all am not always 100% like, you know, researching how to be rich and all of that stuff. Right. And so and so, but what I do do is I set time to go and research certain things that I want to look at. And so a lot of that time in between sets at the gym, when I'm doing weights, I'll look at videos and, and I'll, lately I've been looking at efficiency videos. And one of those videos I saw, there's this kid, James Schultz, and he, he, he has these videos where he studied for 12 hours a day every single day. And he has about 613,000. Well, he has 613,000 followers because I have them looking at him right now. And so, and so the point is, is that one of the things that Mr. Beast found on YouTube was that, was that it was doing something for a long period of time or some type of feat that people didn't think that you could do. And I forgot what Mr. Beast was. Maybe they sat for hours upon hours and they recorded it just to see if he could sit in the one spot or something along those lines. And so James, what he does is he spent like a year studying for 12 hours a day and it would just be him with the video. He'd have his cool, his little computer up. Um, he has a really cool computer setup That alone was cool. Um, and so he has his computer set up and then he just studies the stuff. I, I haven't really watched all the study videos, but I do have a video of how he studied for 12 hours a day for one year. And at the beginning of that video, I was listening to it and he talks about a fixed mindset and a growth mindset, and that's what kind of changed his outlook on how he was going to do stuff in college, which then later led to him doing this studying for 12 hours a day for over one year. And so I want to play a clip from that right
1: Um, now. What causes a person to do what I did? So yeah, this is just what uh, worked for me, um, how I did it and kind of where I came from. And uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and get right into it. So what finally caused that 180 to the point where you're here now? and uh, definitely the first step that I took was in physics. Um, Our professor assigned us a TED talk to watch and it was about this thing called the growth mindset. And in the video, they introduced two mindsets. The first one is the fixed mindset and the second one is the growth mindset. And in the fixed mindset, it's kind of like, all right, here is my ceiling and anything outside of that ceiling, I'm just not gonna do. I'm born with a limit and I don't want to push myself. I'm not smart enough to do this assignment and my boy Greg has got me <laughs> and that's definitely the mindset that I had up until that point in my life. It was the fixed mindset you know in high school, I did really well without studying. Why would I study when I can get A's just fine but you see, when college finally rolled around and it was actually difficult, I didn't think that it was my studying that was a problem, right? I just thought I wasn't smart enough. And that was just kind of how I was raised, you know. That kid's a priority over there. So he's probably not very hardworking and he just is born with all that talent and he can just do it out of the bat. I never really thought that my mindset was the issue. And I knew that I had like wanted to do well in university and in life in general so the other mindset they introduce is the growth mindset it's all about taking on new challenges and pushing yourself and breaking yourself down so that you can come back stronger it's about resilience it's about not waning in the face of aversion you know and it's not it's definitely a paradigm shift to what i had before and it's the fir- very first step that I took was adopting and understanding okay. the
0: mindset. And so and if you listen to what he was talking about, so the essentially we can come mindset. up with some like key words when it comes to the fixed mindset versus growth mindset. And I'm going to kind of explain them for a second, but then, um, well, let me do this first. Before I explain the growth mindset and the fixed mindset, what I want to talk about is that there is things that we are inherent that we are inherently good at right and then there's things that people are like prodigies for you know like when we think of music prodigies they just know how to play without ever really understanding how to play now there's two thought processes on that is that you know they could have been like led to those things at a really young age right so like if tiger woods when he was a baby his parents wanted him to be a tennis or a, a a golfer, then like he would start golfing at say four. Well, the thing with that is by the time he's 20, you know, he or 16, he's already been golfing for, you know, 15 years and he has that on everybody else. So some people think that that's kind of where the child prodigy comes with comes from is that there's that starting young and they are still actually just learning, but they're learning that really important stage in life, you know, between, you know, you know, you're born and like eight or nine years old. And then there's a thought process of, well, people are just inherently good at certain things. And those things may exist. I don't know. The point of what I'm trying to say is there are things that we are good at. And for a perfect example is my mother and I, we, um, when I was in, um, in Connecticut, I was able to, um, spend some time with a, a social media influencer named Johnny crypto. He's part of our team. He has a, uh, he's starting to have a following on Twitter and on talk. So you should go check him out at uh, Johnny crypto. And if, if everything goes right, he'll be playing chess live with me on um, tomorrow on my YouTube channel. And so he's also on our good morning crypto channel. And so, when we were in connecticut i love playing card games his his family plays this they're italian 100 um, percent italian and so they um, like his parents are from italy and they came over here and so and then um and so and so they play this game called scala Carant caranta um and or scala is or scala is what it's it's it, we call it S C A L A. And it's a fantastic, it's a card game. It's a rummy based card game. And so being that it's rummy based, you have to collect certain melds and a meld is like, you know, a King of spades, a King of hearts, a King of diamonds and a King of clubs. And then, or another meld it, A meld is a Jack queen King of all of the same, um, uh, suit, which is a little bit different and regular than the American version of rummy, but this is a style of rummy game. And so usually in rummy type of games, you collect melds. Okay. And so in that capacity, in some fashion usually. And so and so in scala I talked to my mom. Well, it my it took me a little bit like I got the game when they were telling it to me, you know, um when I was in Connecticut. And but but then but it, it and I understood it really, really quick. But then my mother, she understood it even faster. I explained it to her once and she already knew how to play. She whipped my ass um for most of the game and then I was able to come back at the end and end up winning the game. But the point is is that is that some people do understand things better. So I don't want to count that out because a lot of people are always like, oh, Jeremy, you're so smart. You know, you're, you know, you're a genius when it comes to these things. Well, I, I, underst- I take the time to understand things. So I think over the years, I've been able to calm down, quiet my mind, be able to understand new content, learn about it, memorize it. Right. But it wasn't it's like super easy. Things were easier, but nothing was super easy. I struggled at certain certain things in college um, and I had to work really, really hard to understand them. But I am not going to say and discount the fact that I do understand things quickly. And I think that that comes from my mom, because whenever I'm trying to explain something to my mom and she doesn't understand it, I slow down, I re-explain it to her and she understands things quickly. So in that capacity, she could probably learn things a lot faster than, say, someone who couldn't understand things that fast. So I want to preface it with that that does exist, and we need to be mindful of that when we're talking to other people, um, that some people do learn faster, some people don't, um, and that is something. But the point is is that anybody can take the growth mindset and create that type of freedom. And so some of those the words that come up with fixed mindset versus growth mindset So first, first of all, fixed mindset is is very limiting, right? You avoid challenges because it's challenging. You give up easily because it was difficult. You're threatened by others' success. If you're doing something and other people are more successful, you will not do it. And let's just, for an example, a fixed mindset would be, okay, well, uh, my best friend, Coach JV, right? And so we have multiple businesses together. We'll probably have business for the rest of our life. I love his, you know, I love and uh, care for his um, daughter, Raven, as part of my family. I care and love his son, um, little John, as part of my family. Um, and so we're all like a family, right? A family unit. Um, and so it would, so for me, right? Um, if I had a fixed mindset, I would be threatened by his success through like TikTok, right? Because if I if, if I stopped working for the academy, right, there are things that I bring to the academy and there's other things that he brings to the academy. But having that reach and the, that that social media influence, he, if I left and we all left, John could probably keep going and do really, really well. If I left and tried to do it off my own, it would be a little difficult because I only have, you know, in totality across all my social media platforms, maybe like 9000 followers. Right. Right. And so, and I think some of them might even be fake long story. Um, when I, or quick story, when I had my Instagram account, one day I woke up and I had like 6,000 more followers and, or it, I had my Instagram account. One day I woke up and had 6,000 more followers, but there was all these, like, um, there were all these fake accounts that were printing into me, me to try to, you know, steal money from people. And so I think what happened was one of those accounts bought, you know, followers. I ended up filing a complaint. Amazon shut down the or uh, Instagram shut down the account for me. But then those followers, whoever they paid, ended up adding those followers to me. Um, So I would imagine my actual follower count is closer to like 6,000 in totality across everything, right? Where John has multiple uh, 1.2 million or more across all the platforms, right? And so for me, I could be threatened by that success. Right. Or I could be happy for his success and then focus on the thing that I'm doing, which is what I do right? Because it it all ends up helping both of us anyway, or either way, because we have all of our businesses together. But the point is, is that was something that I could be, you know, I could be threatened by that success. But if you're not threatened by other people's success, then you're not, you're not fixed and you're able to go and do the thing that you need to do. Another thing, the only reason why I'm adding this, because this is a topic that comes up a lot when we're talking in our, our, um, uh, in our, you know, in my friends and family group is that, is that I don't really worry about what other people are doing you know I wish everybody the best of luck a lot of people they follow of the social media influencers i don't i follow my asmR artists I follow some lecturers that are on YouTube and i have special channels that I like watching for martial arts and things like that but I don't really follow a lot of influencers in general and um and and I just focus on the thing that i focused on and when I need to learn something or go try to learn it um, and I think that that's what most people should do um the other thing with a fixed mindset is you rather than being so smart you desire to look smart i and and this and by no means, hopefully this doesn't come off as arrogant. I don't care if I sound smart. I don't care if I don't know anything. I don't care if I'm wrong. Me and I'm going to use uh, Johnny Crypto again. Me and Johnny Crypto argue about stuff all the time. A lot of time he's right. Sometimes I'm right. And that's just the end of this. That's the end of it. We all learn from it. And that's how you have to be. And you can't have that type of fixed mindset. The other thing that comes up with fixed mindset is that your effort is um, fruitless. Is like, why should I even try? I'm going to fail. Well, yeah, you probably are going to fail if that's how you think about it. But why don't just try? And if you fail, you just keep going. The other thing is they ignore feedback. Now, I suck at, at sometimes with feedback. Now, that being said, I don't ignore it 100%. I get angry about it. And then I think about it and I jest, And I'm like, OK, they're probably right. I should probably do this, but you should never ignore feedback. And then you also think you have fixed abilities. OK, um, I am not. OK, a perfect example. Um, I suck at burpees. But the other day I did like 12 of them and I did them pretty decent. Okay. If I had a fixed ability, I would say, well, I can't do that because my hips don't move. My knees don't move. I can't bend that far, whatever you, you, you get over it and you push yourself past it. Okay. And so you have to change a little bit of your mindset. Um, to do this, and that part's hard to change your mindset because that's going to take discipline to get you in the right mindset and to stay and to stay motivated. But um, the the difference between the fixed mindset and the growth mindset is growth mindset is about freedom. Okay, fixed mindset is limiting beliefs. Growth mindset is about free freedom. Right? You know, um, you. When you fail, you do it again, right? And you you do it repetitively as you get better at it. You know, um, you have to put an effort to get new skills. Like it sucks doing. It's very hard to computer program. I'm not gonna lie. For me, um, the most of it's pretty easy. There's some. I take that back. Computer program is is. Easy once you understand it, but then you get to a place where it becomes complicated again when you have to do more advanced logical functions to get the thing to work the way that you want it to work. That's daunting. It sucked. It's hard. When I took my first Java programming class, I, it was very difficult parts of it, right? I had to get studying, I had to get help. You know, I was working, I was trying to build businesses. And then to come to find out the way that I want to build the app, I don't even want to use Java. I want to use C sharp. Luckily, C sharp has very similar syntax to Java. And so that part's been easy converting over to that but you know it's not it's not hard and 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 the effort um you have to put an effort to build a new skill trying to memorize things for my enrolled uh, agency uh, exam i missed last week because we went to xrpl so i have to catch up on it this week hopefully right but it's going to be difficult because lots of stuff but the point is i know that if i just put in a little bit and I put in a little bit of effort, and I memorize things the way that I need to, and I learn the things the way that I need to, and I understand them the way things that I need to, and I can teach them people. Then I learn something, and I have a new skill, and I can, you know, continue to learn new skills from there. Um, the other thing is you find inspiration in other <laughs> success. So when John's successful, I see that success, and I want to be successful that way too. Or but I don't compete with it. I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. I'm gonna go and do that because I know that I can do that if that person did it. Okay. And we sometimes discount what other people do. um, And we also try to be, well, they're lucky, you know. And, And the reason why not, I know for a fact, John's not lucky. If anybody was lucky in this, a lot of it was me, even though I put in a lot of hours. But, you know, CJV put in video after video after video for five years. You know, once he became successful, I got inspiration from it. And I wanted to continue. So we feed off of that inspiration. That's another thing that people with the growth mindset do. Okay. And they accept, they, um, they embrace challenges. You know, when someone says you can't do something, you say, fuck that. I can do it. People don't think that I can, you know, put a, uh, a station on the moon. It may not be, it may not be for many years. Um, it may not, it may be, you know, in 10 years It may be. maybe I'm the one that gives the money to get going. But the point is, is that one of my long-term objectives and to get geology into hydrology and get into, you know, moon, um, Uh, having a moon station doing water extraction from asteroids from the moon and so forth and so forth and having supplies for us to traverse the moon because if we're not starting to think about these problems now we're not going to be able to solve them in the future Um, because these things may take many many years but if i set something up that's going to traverse my life that's going to continue on past me then i would be happy with that and i that's a big challenge right and I embrace that, and you accept criticism. That's another thing that growth mindset does. You're always if you're criticism, you accept it. Well, and again, I sometimes have a problem with that, but in the long run, I usually accept it and I move forward. Um, you have a desire to learn. That's probably my strong. That's if I have a superhero power, that's really it. It's my desire to learn. I want to learn so much. I don't know if it's because I feel that we have such a short, limited time here on Earth, or and we ha- or even though I really don't think that we do. I think life can be long, but I think that it can go by fast because we're not doing the things that we want to do. But growth mindset has a desire to learn. You're always wanting to learn. You're always wanting to do better. And then you're wanting to build your abilities You know, I, you know, used to be able to run for one minute. Now I can run for like five minutes, right? Or I could um, bicycle, I can bicycle for like an hour or two straight now. And so that took a lot of time, but I was able to build that ability. But that ability goes into anything, whether we're trying to learn math or we're trying to learn, you know, um, stocks and bonds, or we're trying to learn cryptocurrency, you can build those abilities over time. If you're putting that effort in and that is all part of the growth mindset, we're not fixed in anything that we do. And once we move over to that growth mindset, then we're able to, you know, do better. But the problem is, is that how do you actually get from a fixed mindset to growth mindset? It's not like you can turn off years of conditioning, right? You have to start with small, easy things. And by those, I mean, you have to set a goal that's going to challenge your effort and then you have to achieve that goal and then move on to another one. That is, in my opinion, the best way to do it. Now, I like to think that meditation is a really good way. And I know I talk about meditation a lot, but I, I sat there. I've been doing a lot more of my um, my uh, Tendai chanting of the Lotus Sutra, universal vow, um, chant. I've been chanting a lot more of the heart sutra. I've been spending more time just sitting in meditation. Um, not, not really focusing on, um, um, imagery meditation, like you know, manifesting the future, but just on clearing my mind or letting thoughts coming in and understanding them and letting them out. And and the thing, the reason why I bring this up, and I don't want, I just, I want you to try it if you can, if you're willing to try it, is because meditation is something that's easy that can push us past our normal limit. If you are not comfortable sitting for a long period of time, sitting on a uh, in in zazen. And you know, sitting there with your hands in your lap, with your legs crossed style, crossed, crossed, either in lotus, lotus position, half lotus, or just regular crossed. If you sit there, and you have the and you have the proper you know sitting technique, where where you have like a, it's called the zafu, I think. It's like a, it's like a, a. what's the word like a pillow that's got a little round pillow on top of it and you sit on the round pillow so you slant forward legs it keeps your back straight and helps your lower back like my lower back is still fantastic from doing it just the last two days sitting there um it's helped really helped me correct my posture but anyway so if you sit there and you're breathing in and you're counting and you go for 10 minutes that's going to be hard if you're not used to it. And then to get it to five minutes, to six minutes, to seven minutes, to eight minutes, to, you know, to 15 minutes, to 30 minutes, to an hour, to two hours, to three hours. It's something that's easy. That's not super exerting yourself, but you're able to then, then learn that you can stretch your limit. And I think that that's one of the best ways to practice this type of thing. So that then you can see that you can change your mindset. Because a lot of the times you say, okay, well this is a fixed mindset, you need to have a growth mindset, but how do you actually go to that mindset? It's about doing those things that you don't want to do and getting better at them and seeing that you can do them. And then you can start, oh, I can do this. Okay, well, what else can I do? What else can I be good at? What else can I try to to accomplish? And then you start to go and accomplish all of these other things. And that's how you can change the trajectory of your life. And I think that a lot of that can help with meditation. The other thing that works is in um, ceremonial magic, or at least in Aleister Crowley or Aleister Crowley's uh, ceremonial magic um when he talks a lot about yoga so what you do with like yoga practices is you get good at hatha yoga yeah 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 but the purpose of regular yoga is to be able to sit for long periods of time without your body moving and so if you are getting if you want really want to try something find a pose right? Just a regular pose. Um, you can pick any yoga pose, Lotus Sutra. I wouldn't pick something where you're, um, up off the ground or you're, you know, like a downward dog or something like that. I would do some type of sitting twisting pose or like, um, Zaza is a pose in Japan where you like lean your knees back and your legs are under you and you have your toe, big toes across each other. You can go look it up. Um, and so when you're sitting that, what you do is you say, I'm going to sit exactly like this for five minutes without moving without moving. It's not about thinking, it's about not moving. You do not move. You don't let your pinkies move. You won't do anything. What happens is your body comes more relaxed or as your body becomes, uh, starts to learn that it's rigid and it's going to reduce its rigidity. Then what happens is like you, you slowly start to move. And then when you move, you start it over again. Okay. It's not about clearing your mind. It's not about meditating. It's literally about learning to sit in that pose for as long as your period you can without any type of moving and having complete control over your body. Because what happens is your body, like I said, tries to adjust itself because it's in a position that it doesn't like. And so when you do those things and you spend more time doing them, then you start to realize that you can learn things and get better at things and become, you know, you know, get to that growth mindset. And I think that that's one, that's the key to learning that you can accomplish things. And then the other key is to maybe ask for criticism, right? Cause there's two parts of this. There's the part where you find inspiration for most people's success. So you're happy about people and that's part of you becoming successful. Right. Um, There is, you know, persevere in the face of failures. Well, if you're doing the sitting meditation or you're doing the yoga, the yoga position where you're just sitting there, you're going to fail. But it's not like this failure that's going to kill you. It's going to be like, okay, well, shit, that was hard. Let me do this for 10 more minutes. And then you start to see that you can get better at this as time goes on. And then what's going to happen is that there's going to be um, the part where you have to, you know, understand your criticisms. And the best thing is to go and ask people, hey, you know, I was thinking when I talk to people, maybe I'm loud or maybe I got angry at this. What is something that I could have done better at this situation? And because the thing is, is that we don't like to, we see ourselves from our own eyes. We can't see ourselves from other people's lenses. And so when we try to ask those people, when we ask people how they perceive something that we did, that's probably. It is still their perception, but at least can give you an idea of what someone on the outside saw. Okay. Like if I'm yelling or I'm saying something stupid and someone points it out, I didn't realize I was saying something stupid or being stupid or being arrogant. And when someone points out and be like, oh shit, I was being arrogant or I was being angry, I should probably think about that. And so you have to be open to people saying that so that then you can see what you did so that you can make an adjustment. And if you don't have a constant feedback loop for yourself, then you need to find it from someone that you care about, that you know that you're going to go into it with an open mind since you're not going to be, that you know that you're not going to be upset with. So then you can get the feedback, take the feedback, make the adjustments and then make the change. Okay. So if you if you want to be successful, I really think that you have to move from a fixed mindset to more of a growth mindset. So I would say, again, practice the meditation, go learn about meditation, do something that, that you have to discover, maybe a martial art. They're not these things that are horribly hard, that, but they are still things that you're going to fail at that you're going to have to get better at. Okay, And that's why um, uh, I think that sports are really good for kids or martial arts are really good for kids or meditation you know, I, I gave the examples already. So go and and do one of those so that you can start learning how to push yourself in an easy, in, in something that's easy. And then you can choose to do them harder as you get good at saying, okay, I can put effort in this and get better. And then find someone that you can get feedback from that's a, on certain situations so that you can start re, being open to that feedback and then taking it and making the adjustments that you need to make. Um, and not like nitpicky feedback, but like good feedback about situations. Okay. That's something that I want to, don't let the person be nitpicky. Maybe think of the situation that you think that you could have done better in and ask if they, and, and get the advice from someone and maybe they can open up to things that you do and then be okay with what they say. Think about it, digest it, and then make those changes. All right. That's going to be it for today's episode. Um, If you could do me a huge favor, like this um, and rate this on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to your podcast. And remember, as always, be thankful, grateful, and kind. We will talk with you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Age of Jeremy. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. If you can do me a favor, please rate this podcast if your podcatcher allows you to. Talk to you soon.